Bowing along as we please Breezing along with the breeze Hey everybody and welcome to a new edition of Talking About Cars. I'm Randy Cardoon. Everybody has a car story. And yes, that's the late Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz from the 1950s movie, The Long, Long Trailer, where the real-life husband and wife took a 1953 Mercury convertible and tugged along a huge trailer nearly twice the size of the car and got on all sorts of comedic scrapes. This week, a husband and wife pair that kind of remind me and even reminds them of Lucy and Ricky. Remember back in the day when things were made by hand and people took pride in their work? My name's Rick Dale, and I bring these things back to life. There's no owner's manual for what we do, but there's no job we can't handle. For six seasons, Rick and Kelly Dale and their kids and co-workers at Rick's Restoration in Las Vegas proved that Rick and his crew can take just about anything from Coke machines, toys, and bicycles from the past and make them look and operate like new. And we saw it on the A&E show American Restorations. Rick and Kelly were big car people as well. So, Rick, how old were you when you figured out you could repair just about anything i was um when i was nine i ended up restoring a bicycle and then later on in life i found that my dad just I mean, we didn't have any money so my dad would give me stuff on un, unrestored needing work cars you know bicycles motorcycles and it was cheaper that way and then i just had to fend for myself so i just had to had to work on it to make it right work you know and uh, yeah i want to say after the bicycle i ended up doing a, a motorcycle um I forgot I, I ended up doing a soapbox derby. Before that, he taught me how to work with wood. He made me build a soapbox derby. He didn't make me. I, I liked it. And then... Uh, how were you? Were you the next uh, Jeff Gordon? No, I was. I got beat bad. I uh, I called my uh, soapbox derby the big yellow banana. And it was yellow. <laughs> my favorite course. color. Now, keep in mind, this was... Uh, I had to have been, what, 12? 12 years old. And um, I had yellow. It was my favorite color. In fact, my first car, my Jeep, I ended up painting yellow too, same P yellow. <laughs> so I, that, I don't know. It just sort of came a little at a time, you know. Now I, even at the the, the recent episodes, you know, there was times when I thought I couldn't do something, but after you get enough stuff thrown at you, you just you just say, okay, I'm gonna just do it, just tear it apart. Growing up, your best uh, growing up young and repairing something story for me that that challenged you the most. Do you think that stands out in your mind? Most challenging was probably my Jeep. Um, I did my Jeep first just to get it running. I was the youngest kid in school with a with a car, his own car. And uh, how old was that? that w- I was well. I was fifteen when I got it, and then at fifteen and a half, I, w- I was driving it. And most of the kids my age didn't have cars; they're borrowing their parents' or something like that. So I had my own, and I and I and I built it. But I put it together basically just to drive back and forth to school, haul around. I wasn't very good with the ladies, but I, I would always haul cheerleaders around just to give them a ride because I was the only guy with a with car. And uh, But then after that, I just kept pulling it apart, putting it together, pulling it apart, putting it together, making it faster, doing something different. And it was it was very challenging, but I more or less figured out how to put a Jeep together with my eyes closed, you know, because you did it so many times. What kind of Jeep was it? Was it your first car? Uh, it was... I think yes, it was my first car. It was a Willys uh, 1967 uh, Jeep CJ5, and uh, you know it was four wheel drive. It was totaled, and um, I just brought it back to life. Wow, where did you find it? I mean, is it in a, in a yard somewhere? My dad. What happened was my dad ended up uh, buying it out of a salvage yard, 
and uh, that he just gave it to me. It was my 16th birthday present, basically, before I was 16. Who knew? Who knew something happens at that part of your life, and the next thing you know, years later, you're still repairing stuff like that? Yeah. You know, I was... I, I can remember. I mean, I don't remember back that far very often, right? Um, I remember the, uh, the mini bike era and the go kart era. I had, I, w- I had probably five different mini bikes, and I would find. Uh, I found a Benelli, which was a little, you know, I think it was a fifty cc, uh, but it was a real nice Italian one. But it was it was trashed, and I ended up rebuilding that. Some of the Briggs and Strattons, I was doing those. <clears throat> I got some, and then I've been sort of going into Yamahas. And then go-karts, and I mean, it's just whatever had wheels and ran. It was just, you know, what it was. I, I never did the toasters and the refrigerators. Like a lot of people think I was tearing apart stuff for my parents. Uh-huh. My dad would do that. He uh-huh. wouldn't trust me to, you know, do do those things. So you could repair a Jeep for your dad, but you, he wouldn't let you get close to the toaster. Well, this was before the Jeep. After oh, the, Once the Jeep came around when I was 15, 16. Yeah, he, but he'd still, he'd do his own thing. To this day, he won't let me work on his stuff. He works on his own. Really? Yeah, he, he has a hard time letting somebody else work on something. Kelly, your car story and your story, if I remember right, um, your car story involved a Chrysler product, if I remember right. That's right. It was a Plymouth Duster. I think it was like a 76 or 77. Brown, crappy, bought it for 500 bucks. That was my first car. I loved it. Now, your parents, did they have cars like that, or what, why exactly did they settle on a Duster for you? It was all I could afford, and no, they didn't have car. We just did what we could afford, and that was my car. And I bought it for myself, and that was that. Did you have a good duster story when you were growing up? No. I lived in station wagons with all my brothers and sisters, so no. <laughs> what about when you had it? What about when you had it? Did you ever take it out and everything happened? You know, like your girlfriends or your friends or issues or flats or out of gases or... I just knew that when I had that, uh, I was working at an Econolubin tune as a bookkeeper. And I remember getting this car, and I just thought, okay, if it ever breaks, I'll have lots of mechanics that can fix it. I didn't need a man. I had plenty. So, um, you know, finally I, I, I made enough money to buy a newer car, and off I went. Now, was that the car you went to the prom in, the Duster? No. <laughs> no, there was no prom for me. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, date- I was dateless. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry. That's oh, against the law in this in this state. That's 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 not great. I'm sorry. We could edit that part out. That's okay. <laughs> um beautiful girl a beautiful girl now to even hear that or say that yeah. i can't believe that yeah. what is up with that well okay what happened I'll tell you why because i went to an all-girls school oh that's right. Ah. that's right and they didn't have proms no they didn't have a lot of things <laughs> wink wink got it <laughs> well that explains a lot i think so right there so moving on the cars that uh, we talk about the cars you guys had growing up. what was the car you had on your first day my first date was the Jeep. Yeah, it was a Jeep. How about first date with Kelly? Uh, I had a Chrysler 300 at that time. Uh, it was in uh, 2006. But, 2006. But let me add to this. I only saw him driving this Toyota pickup for the longest time. Oh, right. And I thought, okay, you know, he, he's a handy guy. He's a construction guy. You know, if we're going to go out, we're going to go out in the pickup truck. And then all of a sudden he shows up in this beautiful Chrysler 300. I'm like, Wow. Wow. He had me looking then. Ah, sold it right there, huh? 
Yeah, I've always had a few cars. I mean, before Kelly, I think I had 13 different vehicles, like a lot of a lot of cars. And then I ended up going through a phase where I just I bought a new car, first time ever when I was um, I had to have been 50, 50, and I bought a brand new car. No, maybe it's probably 48. Yeah. And I bought that Toyota. And then later I bought the 2006, which was what four years old, uh, Chrysler 300. And that was just a phase that I had that I didn't have a hot rod, which was weird, because I had I had them all my whole life, and then something fast or something old, and just all of a sudden one day I just felt like what's it feel like for a new car, and and I ran the wheels off those too, and then I went back to old cars again. Got a chance to see you guys in Ontario. You had really cool cars. Let's talk about the cars you guys have now. Yeah, now we have uh, our both of our our rides. My ride is a night. Uh, what a 1941 Willys Coupe, all steel. Uh, it's got a blown through like a 415 big block in it, and uh, it's all leather interior. It's a beautiful steel car. Something that I uh, I also had one of those when I was a kid, and I got rid of, and uh, I regretted it ever since the day I, re- I got rid of. It. I actually traded it for a motor for another car. So that's what I have now. And Kelly, yours was very nice too. Mine is beautiful. It's a 1958 Ford Fairlane 500 uh, with a retractable roof. It's uh, very pretty and yellow and cream. And um, what I love about it is that um, when I first got it, you know, Rick and I had this goal that we were going to be like Ricky and Lucy and go on this long, long trailer ride and and uh, hitch hitch our airstream in the back and and go camping like Lucy and Desi and and um yeah totally old school and that was our goal so so you're going to drive on very narrow roads is that what you're trying to tell me (laughs) i know she doesn't really understand like route 66 was really near everything was really really narrow and lucy yes but i'd be baking a cake for you in the back (laughs) you were driving and i'd be driving fast and hitting corners. it was all the corners you know the that windy steep road that was that was bouncing her around in that in that trailer that was a great movie but yes how many vehicles do you guys have now? Oh, God, I don't know. Uh, one. Well, I noticed I was sitting out in the uh, just outside your facility here, and you've got a bunch of them on T-shirts. You still have those? Um, I think the only one we got rid of was the Bradley 65 uh, Chevy. But um, I, st- I got the 51 Ford. I got the Willys. I got... Uh, we have a few. Let's just yeah. leave it at that. Yeah, we got we got some old ones need restored still. We ended up getting, or I ended up getting into the old short buses. And uh, so we're going to, one of them I want to restore. They gave me one for my birthday, another vehicle I really wanted. And um, they, uh, and then I just bought one to put on our sign out front. We're going to take a 65 Ford um, bus and uh, stick it up on a pole. <laughs> and it'll be the sign. Now that sounds like an episode of your show. Yeah, that's um, that's very Midwest. I mean, it, it, old school. They used to do that all the time. But um, we're going to show the unrestored uh, bus, and then on the very top of it would be a, a nice restored arrow with the blinking lights, very 50s. And, um, hopefully we'll stop traffic with that. Or How many of these cars do you get to drive, Kelly? Um, I just prefer to drive my own, honestly. Um, I try driving Rick's Willys, and it's it's too fast it's too loud and the the controls are just too difficult for me uh-huh. i just like it simple 
That's it. Simple. Park, drive, turn it on, turn it off, get out. A little, a little intimidating. Yeah, I mean, he, his willies is very fast. It's got that roll bar in the back, and, and you know, he goes 0 to 60 in 2.5 seconds, right? Yeah, it's very fast. So when she got behind the wheel, I got to be thinking you were kind of looking around the corner. Did you have your hands over your eyes or not? <laughs> I was I was in the parking. It was in the parking lot. It was like, uh, it's just both of us. It's the same thing when we learned how to drive. We both got taken to parking lots of, of churches and uh, learned our parents taught us how to drive. And uh, so one day I had it parked. I said, just, you know, drive it in, you know, drive it around, take it, take it out. She barely found reverse and she didn't get to slam it in first gear. So it was, it's hard. It's a B&M uh, shifter in it. You got to know how to lift it up to make it shift gears. But, um, so I, I wasn't closing my eyes. I was just praying to God that she didn't hit the throttle. That's what insurance is for. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. Insurance makes work. No, no. Uh, you could fix it, right, Rick? Yeah. yeah, but I would hate to. Yeah, I would hate to see it. It'd break my heart. Both would feel bad for Kelly because I guarantee she'd feel terrible. You were talking about the fact that you had gotten rid of a Willys before, and you that's one of the reasons you have one now. Is that the car that you got rid of that you wish you had back, or is there another one? No, that's it. That's the one. I uh, I got rid of it. I was starting to restore it. I painted it, and I had a 427 uh, Tunnel Ram Chevy in it, aluminum. And um, I ended up pulling the motor and putting it in a truck, and it just was sitting there. I needed another motor for a Jeep truck I had, and so I traded the this, I think it was a 396 or something, for um, the Willys. And, I mean, that had to have been in... 77 78 that i did that and uh back then i think i bought it for 1500 and i sold it for 1500 so it was nothing but now nowadays you can't touch it you can't touch a steel willies (laughs) kelly i always like talking to people on the show about cars they wish they had something that you know assuming money was no object and i'm sure rick could handle that uh assuming money was no object is there a car out there that catches your eye something that'd be really cool to own aside from your 58 does he know about it yeah i've mentioned a few cars but not any classic cars to be honest with you i we've learned uh quite a few valuable lessons in restoring the old vehicles for me i i've always wanted a bentley but (laughs) (laughs) i won't be working on that (laughs) but that's always been my oh if i had plenty of money to buy a car that would be a a white one she likes she likes the i mean she's always had what she can afford nice cars she's had mercedes and bmws she's always had a lot nicer stuff than me um I was always into whatever got me there, and she was into the ride and the class, and that's why her '58's all leather interior. I could never even get in it. I, I, I mean, it in my cleanest, I'd put a, a dirt spot in it. You know what I mean? Well, what was it? We were in Ontario some weeks ago. We were in Ontario, and I remember there was we we were looking at the car, and you you just screamed out because we thought there was a rip, and it turned out to be a piece of hair or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things, and everyone thought I was crazy with getting that white leather interior, but I knew that I'd be the only one riding in it, and I didn't care because I'm always clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to be cleaning it, one or the other. <laughs> Rick, tell me the car that anything out there that you would like that you haven't had a chance to work on yet, or one that you'd like for your own stable. To work on? 
Oh my, I don't worked on everything. I don't. How about something you'd like to, you know, have for your own? I think I, I think there is uh, Jay Jay Leno. I saw um, there's this guy that built a there's a bus I, for some reason like buses. I just love the looks of the of the 40s and this bus was like you drove it from the top you drove it from the bottom it was like a streamliner some crazy looking thing and um i like the, the exotic one-of-a-kind things in the day or maybe even they didn't make very many or there's there's none left uh i, I love the 40s and, and that look that uh just finish your 51 ford yeah right now i'm working on the 51 again i uh um, once we stopped airing, airing for a little bit, I could I could go ahead. I needed to paint it, and of course I went overboard, and I ended up doing a chassis and a rear end, a new motor, and now it's out there getting uh, you know some custom body work done. So um, it's about ready to, to paint. So yeah, I need to get it finished again because I do enjoy that truck. I once talked to Richard Carpenter of the Carpenters, and I and I asked him because he has such cool cars. And I asked him, your kids, are your kids into it? And he just stared at me like, what, are you out of your mind? Hell no. And what about your kids? Your kids have been on the show to an extent. Uh, how big are they into the vehicles, too? Um, all of our kids are way into the old cars. They really are. And we got lucky and fortunate with that, insurance-wise. But um, they, I think what they did, what they did we'll see. I mean, that sounds like know. a story. Well, the new cars, the new car, the thing is, the new cars, I tried to tell them, new cars are going to cost you this much, you know, a lot of money insurance, a lot of money in registration, a lot of money in sales tax. Well, if you buy an old car, you're not paying nowhere near that for all of those things. And, and you know, if you build it right or do it right, it's going to be reliable. And that's the biggest thing. And first of all, it's, it's going to be built like a tank. So you may not have airbags, but you're going to you're going to outlive the guy that you hit or hits you. And that was our main concern. But I think, you know, it was all about, you know, economics. It's all about, you know, the kids wanted cars. They saw that we had, you know, well, I had an old truck. Next thing you know, Brettley bought himself a 65 truck, uh, a Chevy. And then um, Tyler started to become of age, and he wanted, um, and he wanted this old, uh, it was a 65 Ford, but it was slammed, and he was into that look so it was unrestored so i i we bought it for his um his graduation and he got that and then uh and then and they all are working on these cars as we let go of them you know mm -hmm. as we and then uh ally our daughter um she saw they were enjoying that so there was an old car there was an old uh, fair lane in the backyard and um she said, what's that doing, and can I do that? Next thing you know, she started. Can I have it, is oh, what yeah. she said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can I have it? Yeah, that's Allie did it a little differently than ever. But then yeah. Allie worked on it herself, though, More too. than, yeah, more than the other two. The other you had just had a fair lane sitting in your backyard? Yeah, yeah, I had a little, it was a four-door, though. It was a four-door. It was a 65. Four. 64. 64. And um, what had happened with it? I had a couple guys working for me, and they brought cars over, and they weren't titled. And then when they quit or left, they just left them there. So they're just in the yard. So what I did with them, one of them was that Buick uh, Victa out front, and the other one was this Ford, and then there was a Mustang back there. And um, so I just ended up, you know, doing the liens on them and ended up getting the title for them. And that's why Ali wanted to know if, I could have, if she could have it. No, yeah, absolutely. I wasn't into selling them. Rick said, "If you want it, you got to work on it." And she worked on it. She was out there. She yeah. did the body work. She did everything. And if you ask her, 
If she did everything, she'll tell you she did everything. everything. She had some help, but she did she did she did a lot. Let's yeah. put it that way. For a girl, she did a lot. Sanding and working on the yeah. car and working on the motor and the electrical, all that. She did a lot. She did a lot. And uh yeah, so she's she's like any girl that I've met that is into cars at a young age. As they grow up, they get into boys, and then boys take over. The car racers are the same thing. When I've had little girls that were the greatest drivers of all, teaching them, and then all of a sudden they get into boys, and they have that, and the percentage of them fall over to you know being with a relationship, right. and they get into a, a boyfriend, and that other stuff comes second. Mm-hmm. And Allie, Allie's just sitting out there. She hasn't worked on it in a year, so, and, and it's done. It's done, but she doesn't drive it. Oh. She's got a different truck. She bought another truck. Well, she just, you know, it's very costly, and she doesn't have the money to uh, to continue to work on it. So, Well, it's just nice to see that kids are almost, you know, the next generation is not going to leave us all high and dry with all these cars parked everywhere. Yeah, no, I and I think a lot of the younger kids are doing the same thing. As I go to car shows, I see a lot of young kids doing it, and... Um, I mean, if you can work on well, first of all, you're getting yourself a brand new Bentley. You're not going to know how to work on it. If somebody even gave it to you, you better have a pocketbook from hell, you know, to get to work on it or get it worked on. So I think that, you know, and the majority of people out there are not like that. They don't have that. So if you can, that's what I like sort of teaching in the show is that you can take something and you can do it yourself. So if, if you can fix it and make it work. And, and it suits your means, away you go. Is there something out there that you haven't done yet that you think, you know, one day it'd be kind of cool to do? You know, there's, I mean, we've done, what, 250 different pieces just for the show. And uh, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff out there that I want to do. I, I see stuff that, oh, that's cool, I'd like to do that. But I think my biggest uh, um, challenge that I could probably do for myself, because I used to be, I used to build houses and stuff like that, been in construction. I think my my biggest goal out there is to restore uh, a Main Street town that has been forgotten. So now you've incorporated everything, not just each piece that's in there, the, the different things that you haven't worked on, but now you're going to restore this this little street that was a Main Street, the exterior of it, the interior of it, all its all its contents inside, and you bring it back to life. So now this little town that didn't get to make any money anymore because it got passed up, I want to bring it back to life so that people can enjoy it. That's my. That's you got a town in mind? I've got about three or four of them in mind. Yeah. Uh, you know what that means, though. That means your show's going to have to uh, roll over several editions. That could be your. That could be just like a whole season or a completely different show. Yeah, we've thought that. It's just when people ask me that question because they ask me that question all the time, like they want to see what that one thing is. And that's that's just one of my dreams. Like that's something I'd love to do. If it's a show, it's going to take a year, <laughs> maybe two. <laughs> but, um, and you'll be the mayor, right? Guaranteed episodes, right? Rick and Kelly Dale for six seasons. The focus of American Restoration on A and E, which is going with a new format for season seven. Stay tuned to see where Rick and Kelly shop resurfaces on TV, or better yet, maybe Rick's My Little Town Restoration Show showing up on a TV near you sometime soon. By the way, did you know Rick actually proposed to Kelly in Season 3 of the show? More guests are joining us in the coming weeks. Ray Evernham and Christy Lee will be joining us as we get ready for the Scottsdale auctions, Barrett-Jackson style, at the end of January. And the big news involving car guy James Brown of CBS Sports, he'll tell us about it in our show just before the Super Bowl. 
Until next week, I'm Randy Cardoon. Join me as we have some fun talking about cars. Cars.